Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. This is our April... We don't have numbers anymore. We don't have numbers anymore. (laughs) This is our April 15th episode, or in Andrew's terminology, week six without pants. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Ish, I don't know, four, six, I I lost count. Over a month. (laughs) Call it that. What we decided to do, Andrew and I talked uh, this last week, and we were inspired by a couple different things that we saw. One of which was that I saw was John Krasinski's uh, yep. some some good news. And some good news. He's got yep. a YouTube channel where he's basically just taking good news that he's seeing around this whole event that we have going on, and he's focusing on the good stuff that he's finding. And it's it's really great. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out on YouTube. Find it on YouTube. He's not affiliated with our show at all. Even not though a I, sponsor. I tried to hit him up on Instagram. <laughs> and yeah, so check out his show for sure. What Andrew and I wanted to do is we started thinking, and we've got some people uh, that listen to the show that we would consider We do to have be, some people that listen to the show. Yeah, right. a few, yes. <laughs> No, but we've got some specific people that we would consider to be our heroes in this case. And we wanted to take some time and focus on one of them who is a good friend of mine for a long time now. I'm not going to say how long because that would determine (laughs) that we're both way older than we want to admit to being. Uh, No, this is my friend Karina. And Karina is a nurse. And that's why we're having her on the show. Hi, Karina. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I can't even believe this is happening. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And just so everybody We can't either every time we do it. I know. <laughs> so everyone's just, aware Karina is a regular listener of the show. I believe you listen to all the episodes, correct? Absolutely. She's been a supporter from day one, and we wanted to do basically give back in our way. And uh, we've got some questions for you. Uh, we'll take you through them, and then we'll give you an opportunity to tell us how we can help you. Karina, you got into nursing as a second career, right? You you started a little bit later in life in in nursing, correct? I did. So originally when I went to college way back when, I graduated in sociology, family studies, and child development focus, thinking I would work like an adoption or something to that degree. Never really did anything with that. Then all of a sudden I found myself working in healthcare settings, you know, in medical records or reception not related to my degree, right. I but I liked you, it. I remember you doing some administrative work at one of the clinics at one of the places you were at, and I, I knew you were involved in that. What made you decide that nursing was your life calling, and obviously you went back to school for it. I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. you doing that. So I have to tell you, originally, which you might not even know this, but way back when, I'm not even going to say what year, um, I went to an informational meeting on the nursing program at the college that I was at during this time where, where I knew you went to this informational meeting. And that night I came home and took a pregnancy test and found out I was pregnant with our first child. So I kind of decided it wasn't the right time, but sure. you know, obviously those things had been floating through my head for a long time. So, okay. um, one of my jobs then after we had moved to a new a new town here was working in a hospital doing registration. 
And that hospital that I worked for offered tuition reimbursement and the college was right next door. So it was kind of just too good to be true. So, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go for it. And that's when I just decided it was for me. Awesome. So when we're not dealing with a global pandemic, I realize that there may have been some changes to the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. What, I don't know if department's the right word or what, what do you typically do in nursing? I know there's a lot of different areas that you, one could yeah, be involved sure. in. What was your typical day looking like before all of this? Before I started doing what I do now, I spent many years in a hospital setting, you know, working on a med surge unit, working nights and that type of thing. More currently, um, in the last couple of years, I've kind of transitioned a little bit so that I do some um, half, I do two different jobs. I do half-time hospice care and I do half-time with some education and consulting. So you you really are an angel. You are one of those no. special <laughs> special people. Seriously, no. and I'm 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 being completely serious here. I had an experience with hospice in a couple different ways here recently over the last couple of years. Everybody that I have been in contact with in in that program has been amazing. And from what I know of you, I think you definitely fit the mold. And you know, again, like I said, you're you're one of the angels for sure. Thank you. I do. I absolutely love my job. Um, I love both of my jobs, but hospice is pretty, pretty special. Um, you get to see those patients who are in their last days of life, and, and some of them are in their own homes, some of them are in facilities, like an assisted living or a nursing home. Um, you get to work with the families and provide education. It's just, it's really a really special place to be. Did you, um, did you seek out that position, or was it something that you just sort of happened upon and then realized, oh, no, much you know, you at the time it. I was, I was working at the hospital and it seemed like, like when there was a dying patient that um, people would say, you know, we're going to give this one to you because you do so well with them, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Um, yeah. And then I had a friend, she was a coworker that I taught with and she was working at this hospice place and she's like, you know, you just really need to check this out. And I'm like, you know, I'm good. I am so good with my job right now. I don't really, I'm not interested in making a change. It's a lot of work to make a change. And she's like, will you just come and talk with us, talk with our manager, talk to me and just, just let's just sit down. I walked in there and I met with that manager and I was like, I want to be a part of this team. It's, it's just such a cool place to be. Just um, our team is amazing. And the patients that we deal with and their families are amazing. So Karina, I know, your background a little bit. I know you're also a person of faith, uh, similar to what Andrew and I are. Would you say that it was definitely a God thing that the kind of drew you to this area of work? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, when I met our manager that day, I could just, I could, it was, I was done. I just said, okay, God, I know that you, you brought me here. I'm done. I will, I will apply for this job. That's and awesome. I'm so glad I did. You mentioned half of what you're doing is also like a teaching role. What what does that mm-hmm. entail? Mm-hmm. Um, so I work as a consultant for an assisted living, helping them to development or developing um, and monitoring compliance of like procedures and education of staff, things like that. So totally different, not dying yeah. people, you know, just, <laughs> uh, but I think I need that. You know, it's fine to do hospice, but doing that full time might wear me down. Yeah, sure. it, so, I, yeah. I can see where that, that could happen. I mean, it's a lot of emotional stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of heavy stuff. <laughs> Sometimes I come home and I'm just, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to be by myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, I just, man. Or my husband will come home and tell me all about his day. And he works with youth and he's like, yeah, we had this great kickball game. And we played Nerf board and we did this. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, I sat next to a dying patient and 
you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just different. Everybody's, yeah. everybody has their story about their day, but man, sometimes I feel like mine are pretty intense. Uh, again, you, you were, like I said, you were one of the angels. You've got to have the right personality and the right mindset to be able to do something like that. I, I don't have it. I know for a fact that I don't have that. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would burn out after a week. <laughs> never say never. I never thought I'd see myself in this position. Right. What impact does this current event have on what you would typically be doing? What are, Have you shifted uh, your focus on what you're working on over the last oh, few weeks? Definitely. And I would like to give a shout out to the angels that work in the IT department <laughs> who <Ooh>. help us <laughs> to help us to be able to do our work. Um, we have um, gone to more conference calls. Um, we use go-to meetings. We even do some patient visits over the phone more, you know, like um, making a call to that family and our documentation is different. So a lot of it is, is based on that. Um, what I wear is really different. Um, yeah. I used to, you know, I could either wear to my job, I could wear like business cash, like street clothes, or, or I could wear scrubs. Now I always wear scrubs. I wear a mask over my face and I wear a shield over that. So it's very different. When I get home, I drop my clothes in the garage. Maybe you've seen things on Facebook where they're like, if you see my wife running through the porch naked, don't call the police. She's a nurse kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I just make sure I close the garage door before I do it. But I, I drop my clothes inside the garage and come in and shower. And... <laughs> yeah. that's And you, if I, if I remember correctly, unless you've moved, you live in a fairly populated neighborhood. You're not out in the, in the country at all, right? <laughs> right. Correct. <laughs> So I do make sure the garage door is closed. <laughs> yeah, but you have it just windows. sounds like a typical day around here. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Karina, in a job, I mean, we all have stress, you know, stressful times at work, but in a job that is literally a life or death type of a, a situation, how do you handle stress, both at work and at home? I've heard that firefighters and paramedics and first responders, they have a very, tend to have a very dark sense of humor and joke around about a lot of things that many of us <laughs> would consider to be disturbing. Uh, I've got you know, neighbors that are firefighters and I, I can attest to that for firsthand. Uh, how do you handle it? How do, how do nurses handle that type of thing? Well, certainly the camaraderie of my coworkers is good. Um, it's always good to um, sometimes call them just to debrief about a situation or sometimes just to send them those funny little things that you come across on Facebook that are a joke, you know, like um, like maybe some that you've sent me, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, Andrew, um, uh, recently I've sent Karina a couple of things that I found that other healthcare friends of mine have posted. So Yeah, and it makes my day. I love those. Keep them coming. Good. But, um, but our team during this time, our hospice team has really done a lot to support each other. And I love that too. Um, we have a music therapist who typically her job would be to go out to the patients and provide music for them and, and work with them, you know, through her music. Well, she has created some playlists for us. And a lot of my job is driving. So I get to listen to her playlist and she puts them together for a special reason. And it's just kind of fun to, to hear and think of the meanings of each of those songs. Our chaplain that we have has provided emails that are daily reflections for us. Kind of nice just to take a moment to read her reflection and just think it through for a little bit to relax. 
our manager is like always there for us. She's super supportive. Um, we have daily huddles in the morning and it's called the safety huddle, but everybody phones in and she, you know, always asks for, does anybody have anything to celebrate or any concerns, any safety concerns? And then we, then we kind of go through our day of everybody reports on how many patients they have, but, you know, so everybody's kind of checking in with each other and um, caring for each other. And that really helps too. Good. That's awesome. That's great when you have yeah. a great team around you that yeah, you can rely on and leverage to kind of pick you up when you're having a, a moment and also, and then you re- repeat the favor for them, right? For sure. Yep. When I'm strong, I can help someone else. When they're strong and I'm not, they can help me. Again, we talked about how you run home. When you get home, you do the, the, the run through the house. <laughs> <laughs> What what other things do you do at home to de-stress? Do you do you know, like prepare yourself a meal? Do you do like a bubble bath? Do you do a glass of wine with a bubble bath? I don't know. Oh, um, a lot of walking. Um, we've done lots and lots of walking. Thank goodness this came to us at a time when the weather was changing. But yeah. sure. um, we've gone out for lots of walks. We have a beautiful river in our town, so we can walk walk that river path. I also have a grandbaby who I just love. And um, she's just less than a mile, so we'll go for a walk and let her wave out the window to us. It's fantastic, and it just brings me lots of joy. That's great. So speak, awesome. speaking of your grandbaby, I'm going to tell a story here of when uh, Karina's firstborn was uh, a very little uh she was what maybe three i think at the time and i think i know where you're going yeah i yeah. think she's like three and yeah i had i had come up to where you were living at the time to do some work for a few weeks uh with the company i was with and i came over to see you a few times and she was in the process of taking swimming lessons for her first swimming lesson so she was three or four whatever that was it was funny because i was giving her a hard time like i do everybody and uh, she was talking about how they would do roll call at the beginning of the swimming lessons. And your daughter, your oldest, was a little bit shy in stating that she was present at the lesson. So I said, well, here's what you have to do. When you get there and they call your name, you clap your hands and you put your finger up in the air and you shout right here. <laughs> <laughs> I totally remember that. Yeah. Was it right here? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you she remembers that too. It'll be she, fun if she listens to this to see if she remembers. Yeah. Well, she does remember it because I actually texted her the other day over Facebook to ask her about something else. And I, I made sure that I'm like, now you're going to repeat that. You're going to teach you know your daughter now the right here. Right. And she's like, absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah, That's she cute. definitely remembers yeah. it. Another example of someone listening to you never goes well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> influencing the, the youth of the, the world, Nate. I don't know. Well, I, don't know if I can get behind that. I think the world should do more <laughs> listening to me, and it'd be, be, end up being a better place to be for everybody. Yeah, maybe. Because maybe. <laughs> I have all the answers. Just ask me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does your family view your work and what types of things do they do to support you? They're very supportive of me. They're always supportive of me. I know that they've 
my husband's helped with um, getting things ready for me. Like when I was at the hospital, you know, he would help with dinner ready for me or something to sure. take to work, um, dropping off treats, that type of thing. But, yeah, there yeah. you go. That's that's awesome. So I read something the other day that is on Facebook that has somewhat of a controversy surrounding by it. And uh, apparently Krispy Kreme has given away free donuts to all healthcare workers or first responders, that type of thing. But people are like bashing them because they're saying, oh, that's just what these people need. They, you know, they need to be, stay healthy at work. They, they shouldn't be eating donuts. And I'm like, come on, man, they're Krispy Kremes. Yeah, we're <laughs> all human. It's the oh, healthiest gosh. donut in the world. It's the healthiest <laughs> yeah. donut in the world. Yeah. So would you turn down Krispy Kremes if you Heck get no. somebody brown to work? Not a sponsor, <laughs> but they could be. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question. So we've people, we've been hearing a lot of stories. You see a lot of stories of support on, you know, the YouTube channels that are the late night shows that are now broadcasting from home and how people, I think it was like at some time in the afternoon, a couple of weeks ago, where you would bang pots and pans and in celebration of the healthcare workers and nurses and doctors and first yeah. responders. And I've seen uh, stories of like police forces outside flashing their lights outside a hospital. Have you had any of those sort of like stories, like good feel good stories or stories of appreciation or people sending the you treats? Yeah. The recipient well, of any of that. Okay. On a smaller scale. Um, I've sure. had people chalk my driveway with, you know, uplifting messages. That's awesome. I have heard from some of my buddies that work in the ER. They've posted pictures where um, the local restaurants have delivered food to them. I think uh, Domino's maybe the other night gave um, some pizzas to them. And one night we have a little local restaurant that everybody loves here and they brought in rolls for them one day. And so, yeah, they're doing that, that type of thing. I don't know about the crashing of the pans or anything like that, but, (laughs) but definitely supporting you know, supporting them and showing us that we're appreciated. And That's awesome. The other thing I've seen, Andrew, is people, like, they'll fill up the parking lots and honk the horns and yeah. flash their headlights. And uh, another one that I thought was extremely cool was a group of doctors and nurses I saw that gathered on the roof of the hospital and prayed over everybody in the building. I thought that was yeah. a pretty cool story. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, neat. Karina, what things can we do and our listeners do for that matter to support our local nurses well you know education is my gig right so um well i'm gonna give you a little education here but just showing your support like you mentioned you have those two neighbors on each side of you drop something off for them drop something off for them to take to their department even if it's a bag of candy or something or just something or a note you know have your daughters make a poster that says we appreciate you or something or that type of thing just to let them know that that you're thinking of them and let he can take it to work let them know their co-workers are um that type of thing also i just you know if people have any masks at home you know if you have like those n95 masks that are needed in healthcare, don't eat them people healthcare needs them right now yeah so um, i know i have a, a doctor friend and she said her family sent from their family farm and like they asked all the neighbors and the local farmers and stuff to donate and she said they ended up bringing 80 sending her 80 of them that's, like, awesome. that's awesome you know and you know you can get those later but healthcare needs them now yeah so yeah. so just so you know i think you probably heard us talk about this when we did our initial covid 19 response which was essentially just a test recording of remote capabilities uh that went a little longer than anticipated (laughs) Uh, 
we Weird. actually we talked longer than we thought we would. Uh, that never happens. <laughs> so we, we actually called on people to, to, to step up. And if they did have any, to make sure they got those in the hands of the healthcare professionals or the paramedic first responder type people. So. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for doing that. Cause people will hear that. And even if they bring three, that's great. Yeah. 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 You know, the other thing is you like, I'm humbled that you like think I'm an angel and all that, but I'm really not. I'm just a human. And I need you guys to know, and for your listeners to know too, that it's not just nurses. Look beyond that. Like support your people who work at the grocery store, your people who make pizzas, your people who do daycare, you know, um, so that these nurses and healthcare workers can go to work. Look at the teachers and the changes that they've had to do. My family, you know, we've got a couple of teachers in our family and, oh man, did they work hard. Yeah. Like, they worked so hard Trust me, getting we, their classroom to their home and starting a daycare yeah. for the kids of the healthcare workers. And yep. yeah, we're, don't we're, forget about them. We're aware of that very intimately in <laughs> yeah. both my house and Andrew's house. I bet. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about well, yeah, sure. teachers, so no. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you know, I have to give a shout out to you guys too, and how much joy you've brought me recently too. You know, like, um, like I said, I think I sent you a message a long time ago that said it was kind of a, a tough day or something and and your podcast just made me laugh so don't stop doing what you're doing no matter what doesn't have to be talking about nursing doesn't have to be talking about healthcare. just make me laugh that's what i that's what i ask well, that's what that's what we need deal absolutely yeah. we, we will keep doing that's, what we're doing we can do that share, share us with your friends karina if they if they need a good laugh have them listen in and they can just sure, think of me sure. running from my garage to my bedroom in my in my underwear. I don't think anybody that. wants no, to picture that. No, you don't that. get to do that. Oh, I don't get to do that? All right, fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't care Andrew, all I don't right, think anybody right. wants to picture that. Stop. We're going we're gonna to have people, like, jumping off the bandwagon <laughs> in droves. Yeah, we lost all our followers all of a sudden. I don't know what happened. <laughs> One last question that I had for you, Karina. We know all about the hand washing and the social distancing. What else can we do to stay healthy and avoid putting further strain on the healthcare system? I know that we're, you know, again, who knows how long this is going to ramp up over. I mean, I, I hear reports that, you know, the curve is starting to flatten or starting to go down. I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore, but mm-hmm. obviously there are some best practices that should be applied regardless of whether we're in a global pandemic or not. Right. So what type of advice do you have for us and our listeners to, to do that and stay healthy? Well, you know, I, I strongly believe that social distancing is, is what we need to do. So do it and don't bend, you know, you get yeah. those people who are like, Oh, we just got to get together. We haven't seen them for over a month now. Nah, you can wait. Just, just yeah. wait. And then, you know, keeping healthy yourself, get outside, get some fresh air, get a healthy diet, take your vitamins. If you're a vitamin taker, take them, drink your water, stay healthy. The other thing too, is that like, if you are going to go to, if you're sick and you do need to go to an ER or an urgent care, call first and see what their system is. You know, a lot of them now have changed things up a little bit so that if you're healthy, you go in one door. If you're, you know, if you have like a broken arm or something, you go in one door, but if you're feeling other symptoms you go to another door so give them a call first so they can help you through that maybe they can do it for you over the phone so you don't even have to come in but just to kind of limit those contacts you know i do want to say here here's my educator coming out in me again too you know you say that you know about hand washing but can we review what hand washing is all about sure yeah i'm sure i'm doing it wrong okay so let's talk about this and you can pass this information on to your family too so you say that you know about hand washing, but do you really know about it? So how many seconds are you supposed to wash your hands for? When you have your hands with soap and water scrubbing under the faucet, how many seconds? Uh, it's like uh, 20 to 30, 20. isn't it? 
20 or more seconds. So you can sing happy more. birthday. You can sing uh, ABC song. Okay, so now picture yourself at the sink and you're done washing your hands, but the water's still running. How are you going to turn off that faucet? Oh, boy. Um, with my elbow? If I'm out somewhere, I always use paper towel. If I'm at home, I use the back of my hand, typically. Okay, good, good, good. I love to hear that. I just um, make my kids turn off the water. You, you, you call your kids to turn off the water. Good one. Love that one. <laughs> you guys are younger than I am. You're healthier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, same within a public bathroom. So you're, you know, you're done washing your hands. You use that paper towel. You turned off the faucet correctly. You go to leave the public bathroom and you have to open the door. How are you going to open the door? It depends. If it's a push, I kick it. <laughs> nice. Good. Love it. If, if it's a pull, I, I'm using the, the paper, paper towel. towel that I've just yep. dried my hands with to pull the door open. I've been doing that for years. I'm Beautiful. I love to hear that. I'm not exactly you, a germaphobe, yeah, but I'm not exactly a germaphobe, but in cases like that, it just, I, I don't like to leave the bathroom touching things other people have touched. I, I, don't blame me. Why would you even wash your hands then? Right, exactly. You're just going to go right. dirty them up again on your way out. So, no, beautiful thinking. I also heard when washing hands that it's not necessarily the back of our hands that we need to worry about, but it's like the fingers and stuff. So you should really get in there and scrub the fingers individually and mm-hmm. really make sure they get clean and mm-hmm. the palms of your hands, especially. For sure. And in the cuticle area, under rings, yeah, if yeah. you wear rings, you know, just Oh, I never thought about hands. that. Mm, yeah. For sure. Yep. So at home, you have your kitchen sink and you tell your family to wash their hands. What are they drying their hands on? Well, in our house, it's usually, paper towel typically. Yeah, we have a kitchen towel that we, we usually rotate two a day. Good for you. Yeah, throw that thing down the steps right. and right. <laughs> wash it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, you know, paper towels are best, but um, in the, if you can change out that paper, that other towel, kitchen towel often, then that's okay. Yeah. In the bathroom. I, use my, I usually use my sleeves. But, you know. <laughs> well, we know you don't use your pants because. Right. You yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> in, in the bathroom, we each have our own individual towels. So we don't, we yeah. don't share a towel yeah. ever. Yeah, I love that. Good idea. So you guys use hand sanitizer at all? Yes. I, yeah. I keep hand, not at home typically, but I keep it in the vehicle yeah. with me when I'm yeah. out and about. And if I'm not in a position where I'm able to wash my hands. Oh, good. Okay. So sometimes I see people, you know, putting that hand sanitizer on there and they rub their hands up good and then they're not quite dry. So they wave them to dry them or they blow on their hand to dry them. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Let the sanitizer do its job. Don't blow on your hands to dry it. Got it. Good tip. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my little educational point for you guys there today. That's awesome. The more you know. Yeah, That's right. Absolutely. It's like a PSA. <laughs> yeah. From Two Beards, Please, the PSA beards, from please, TBP. PSA. Do everything Karina says. That's our that's our PSA. <laughs> Don't listen to us. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> well, listen to the show, but don't listen to our advice. Right. Unless right, it's yeah, about exactly. parenting. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, if you haven't listened to, you as a listener, if you haven't listened to the show from June of 2019, there are two shows, our Father's Day special that we talked to our friend Charlie, who was in the, he and his wife were about to have their first child. So if you haven't listened to those, go back and do it right now. We'll wait. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. So (laughs) during that show, I think it was the second one that we talked about thermometers and the taking oh, yes. the taking of temperatures mm-hmm. 
Karina is one of the people that provided me feedback on this, and it essentially ended up being that we're both right. <laughs> yeah, I, that's how you like to say it. I, I think that I was right, and you just weren't wrong. Let's go to that. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to justify it to yourself. So for those of you who have listened to the show, you realize that we were talking about the different ways of taking a temperature. And my uh-huh. assertion was that the rectal temperature gives you the truest, uh, most accurate temperature out of the methods of taking them. And mm-hmm. Andrew was dead set against that as an I'm against you taking a rectal temperature. Yes, that's uh, anything involving you and that area of the anatomy. Karina, your comment was that I was correct that the the rectal temperature is the most accurate, but that the the, the forehead or the ear thermometers are are close enough and they're good enough for home use. Correct. <laughs> Oh, I think they're all good. I guess we use the oral thermometer a lot in at home? with my patient. No, well, at oh. home too, but with our patients yeah. too. That's what we use. But okay, but yeah. in this case, it was for a baby when babies could not. Oh, yeah. have no, the maybe. oral thermometers, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. we did right. make that caveat. That we were <laughs> yeah. talking about taking the temperature of a baby. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's very important that people understand. That. <laughs> <laughs> Karina, last words. What? Do you anything else for us? Well, I'm just going to give it to you one more time. Social distance, wash your hands, and don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Yeah, we talked about that, too. That is so difficult. It's one of those it things really where hard. I just don't, mm-hmm. you don't realize how often you touch your face until you're not supposed to touch your face. Right. Right. You know what you need to do is put a face shield on, and then you'll realize how often you touch your face. Yeah. I still catch myself like my glasses are slipping, and I bam my hand against the face shield, you know, trying to, to fix them. So. Yeah. All right. Well, again, Karina, thank you for what you do, and thanks for being on the show. Yeah. This was a great time. Uh, I think we learned a little bit, and uh, it's we nice to get you. yeah, your perspective. And, again, I know you don't speak for all nurses, but I like to think that uh, most nurses would have a similar similar point of view to you and hopefully by having you on the show we can get that message across to folks perfect sounds good so nate you can find us on social media where at two beards please for instagram twitter and facebook and everything is available on our website twobeardsplease.com you can get links to all of our social media and all of our major listening platforms there past episodes as well correct we've got an archive page you can call us you can call call us us and leave a voicemail you can and our voicemail number is 262-345-7076 well i didn't have my pencil what is that again (laughs) 262-345-7076 and you better be funny be funny and you might make the show you make we've done listener feedback episodes and we will again in the future so leave us a leave us a funny message sounds great all right thank you karina thank you karina you're welcome thanks guys thanks for all you guys do making my day and thank you everybody for listening and have a great month be good to each other be kind wash your hands Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys.